brought my coaches with me. We're putting God first and believing that he's going to help us accomplish our impossible goals. I'm Melody Bateman. I'm a running coach, and I believe in letting the real you out. I'm Tracy Robbins King, and I'm a creation coach. I am enthusiastic about helping people make incremental progress. And we're three peas in pod as we're entrepreneurs, runners, and podcasters. So there's going to be a lot of nerding out. Episodes drop Monday. Woo-woo. Hello and welcome to the 52 Weeks Podcast. You have Melody, Steph, and Tracy here with you today. And today we are talking about fun. So the challenge was to do something fun this week with the sole purpose of it's fun. Um, So do one of you guys want to start with your experience and what you learned? And by that, I mean, who wants to go first? I'll go first. So I had a, um, this past weekend, my family and anyway, most of my family, we went and ran the Snake River. And so we went and did the portion that's between Jackson Hole and then Star Valley, Wyoming. There's a part that's up that canyon um, that most people have run. It's like the very famous part of the Snake River that people run that has um, Lunch Counter and Big Kahuna. Those are the two big rapper ra- are the two big rapids, and then there's the California Curl. Anyway, but it was it was really fun. It was great. We had such a good time. I loved it. the The water's really low. Um, but it was kind of like both rapids. One of them normally is like more, is larger than the other, but they kind of evened each other out. There was a bunch of rain the night before. And I think that it actually created more of like an even kill. They weren't as crazy. Um, but I felt so confident in not as crazy as of white water. And so it was really fun. Like it was so great. I wish we could have done it more than one time. But we only got to do it one time that day. But luckily when we did it, the rain finally stopped that day from that time. Like it was like 2.30, 2.40. We got on the, the river and then we were able to float it. And it was just so fun. So it was such a great time. I loved it. I had so much fun. And there was this time where everybody was cliff jumping. And I was like, I'm not going to cliff jump. I don't have to cliff jump. And then I just was like, they're like, is anyone else going to go? And I was like, okay. I'm going. So I went and clip jumped and I didn't spend any time contemplating it. I just went up there and jumped right off. And so it was good. Anyway. Wow. Way to go, Tracy. That's a really big deal, especially with your, um, your jumping out of, or no, bungee jumping story, because you did hesitate on that one, right? Well, you did on the second, the second time you bungee jumped. Yeah, the, the second time I bungee jumped, I like really didn't want to, but it's because I had just like gotten whiplashed the first time I did it. So oh, I had right. the second time, but yeah, that wasn't, bungee jumping's not for me. I would rather jump out of an airplane. Airplane's way easier and they just push you out anyway. You don't even have the choice. <laughs> awesome. Sometimes you just gotta jump and not think. So anyways, that's awesome. And the river sounds... To me, it does not sound fun at all. That sounds like my worst nightmare, but I am so glad that you had a good time. So um, 
I'm trying to figure out how to word this exactly. Because this, this is something that I'm still trying to figure out. But like I'm trying to, and that's one reason I want to do this challenge and do this podcast is I'm trying to wrap my head around doing things for fun, which sounds crazy. But I realize that everything that, I guess I can't say everything, but most of the things that I do in my life, I'm like, there's some kind of purpose. Be it, well, and why do we do there's a, there's a purpose behind everything, right? But I just realized that I don't, and I think a lot of adults feel this way. Like I don't do a lot of things for fun. Like if it's not productive, then I'm not going to do it. Like I have this obsession with everything I do has to be like productive and like working towards something. But I realize that there's a lot of value in doing something that is like you could argue it's not productive. It's you know. Some people could say that maybe this is stupid or a waste of time, but it's actually really fun and having fun is really important. So um, I'm just wondering if there's anything from your experience that you could like branch off of that. Does that make sense? Like, do you feel like this was something that, I mean, the way I see it is I feel like that's productive because you're outside, you're with your family, you're building relationships. Um, but I'm just wondering, like, when you went into this, like, riding on the river, did you have this, like, like, what were your thoughts? Were your thoughts were, this is just going to be fun? Or did you have any other thoughts, like, this is going to be productive, or I don't really want to do this, but I'm doing it because my family's doing it? Or do, do you know where I'm going with this? Yeah, I, no, I totally get what you mean. I am very good at having fun. It's probably one of my talents in life. So I'm not, I... I'm very good at wasting time, at doing things that don't seem productive, but are just for the purpose of having fun. I'm really good at that. So that's not something I struggle with at all. Uh, I think that my family, but the situation on the river, I actually feel a lot of anxiety getting on white water because of previous experiences I've had on white water. And this time was like, it was my most confident experience I've ever had on the white water. And so I think it was just really, I loved every minute of it. And it just reminds me that some things just get better with time and we enjoy more as we live longer because we're just, we're like, no, it's going to be okay. Like I'm going to, it's going to be great. And this time around, I feel like it was David and I slept the night before in the rain and we had been on like, we kind of put ourselves off of the place where you normally put your uh, tents so that everybody could fit in this one camping spot and we ended up being kind of in a puddle by the end of the night (laughs) in the morning we were in David was definitely soaking it all up into his like foam pad he literally soaked up all the Um, I slept great it was I mean I didn't sleep great but (laughs) I slept like basically not wet and David was yeah, it was very wet by the intent by the time it was the morning inside of our tent. And it was hilarious. Uh, I loved it in its own regard just because like I love camping, but I don't even feel like I realized how much I loved camping until recently. Like this summer has been a revelation to me about how much I love the outdoors and how much they rejuvenate me and give me energy. So for me, it's like going outside is probably like one of the best ways that I can get to feeling better if I'm not feeling good. That's awesome. That's a gift, Tracy, that you can just have fun. I love that. That's why you're so fun to be around. (laughs) There we go. 
that's that's key just don't that's care about true. much and then you'll be <laughs> just kidding but when you were saying it was raining as you were rafting like to me that doesn't sound very fun but you're like it was great oh our our tent got soaked but i still had a great time i'm like I don't need to be a pioneer to like, <laughs> like the, I don't know. <laughs> that's Maybe that's the key to having fun. Maybe it's just your mindset. I do yeah. believe that anything can be fun. I've always been like, anything can be fun as long as you're with the right people. But maybe it's more of the mindset that you have. Because I think you can have a ton of fun even if you're all by yourself. But. Yeah, I mean, and I think... I do enjoy people make a big difference in the regards to me having fun. I won't say that I'm like the most, I can have fun by myself, but I would say I fun is normally associated with being with other people, having an experience or sharing an experience together. So anyway, that's my part. For sure. I love it. Okay, Steph, what did you do this week that was fun? So it was nice because the challenge like aligned with what I already had planned. So I didn't have to do much for that. But I um, had planned to go paddleboarding with my sisters, which was a good time. And then I had a hike planned with a friend. And then I had planned to go do this like river cleanse, which sounds super hippie-ish. But it was um, a lot of like fun. So it was like three different groups of people. And um all of them were a lot of fun and I love like my favorite thing about paddleboarding was when you get out there and you take a break like we took a break and just chatted for two hours and then like went back and I I really am I bond through talking and activity even today I met up with a friend at the pool for my lunch hour and we just like like not getting her head wet she just like walked laps and i she's a lot taller than me and I, we were in the deep end and i like like just um i don't even know what it is of what is it where you're like floating where you're trying to keep yourself Are up you treading water treading yeah and i treaded water um and if i would have been sitting by the pool i would have gotten bored but because we were constantly like moving it's just i love doing activities that involve water or mountains or just doing something so so it was a good reminder to me that also if I don't schedule stuff it doesn't happen um so I feel like you know I was on the spectrum of not having as much fun stuff scheduled and now like the rest of my summer has filled up and I'm I'm feeling a little of like oh I have too much fun going on and it's just a balance right for sure there is there is such a thing as too much fun i've yeah. had that problem in my life yeah i've kind of um i've experienced that too where i haven't had as much like responsibility and things and i have all this free time and i realize that i don't like enjoy my free time as much versus the times my life when I've been like super, super busy. And then I finally get 30 minutes to myself where I finally get 30 minutes to do something I want to do. And it's like the best thing in the world, mm -hmm. you know? So anyways, that's awesome. And I'm curious too, like with any of these fun things you did, did you, and, and maybe I should have said this when I gave you guys the challenge, but just thinking back, like, did you feel yourself having any other like intentions or like, um, like, did you legitimately have fun or were there any parts where you maybe noticed yourself like 
you wanted to have fun and you're pretending to have fun, but it wasn't actually fun. Maybe you felt awkward or, or maybe you thought it was fun, but then you got to it actually wasn't as fun or maybe you had different intentions. Like I'm doing this to be productive. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, did you notice anything like that in your fun activities? Um, I didn't just because I think that when I like, like I said, if I do anything in water or in the mountains, like it doesn't matter what I'm doing. That's my like happy space. Even if I, I'm with people that I don't know, it's just being like the river cleanse thing was super different, but it just was, yeah. Like I, I just was happy to be at the mountains. So awesome. I think I've definitely experienced things where I've gone to do something and there's some level of discomfort in something about the activity or that I'm like, wow, I'm not enjoying this as much as I expected to, or there's been a few of that, those things in my life, but that's not normally how I function. I just don't really function that way. Uh, I do think, for example, I have an opportunity to go to a reunion tonight for some people who lived in DC together. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to go. Like, I just don't want to go. And part of it is because DC was like not the best experience for me. Yeah. So for me to go to some place, why would I go talk about a time in my life where it was probably like the least happy, one of the least happy times of my life? Totally. Like, why would I go back to people to talk about that? And yet at the same time, I believe I can reprogram that time. Like I can, I believe that I can get to the point where I'm like, that was a great time. Because there were things that were great about DC. There were just a lot of things that also overpowered so much of the good in that experience. But there were, there were so many, there were good things happening. But man, that was a tough time. So. Sounds like it. Wow. Well, just, you guys are good. Going to that is one of those things that I'm not like, oh, I'm so excited. It's like, I'll skip. Yeah. And right. Melody, I feel like what you're talking about, mm -hmm. I um, more experience that if I'm on a date. <laughs> mm. And then I'm let <laughs> down. So I think I have more expectations if I'm dating, if like with just friends, it's just like just catching up is a good time. Uh -huh. So that makes sense. I think a lot of it too is just learning like what do you actually find fun? Like, like I have some friends who are like, let's go out to eat and then um, go see a movie and then go shopping. And, and in my head, I'm like, Oh, that sounds so fun. And so I'm like, I go out to eat and we go shopping. And I spend too much money. And then I come home and then I'm like, that wasn't actually that fun. Like it was really exhausting and I spend too much money. And so it's just like one of those things where I realize, like when people ask me, I get excited every time, but then I'm like, wait, no, I don't actually enjoy that. You know? Yeah. Um, so just kind of learning like what is actually fun and what isn't fun. And also I'm like, I'm feeling kind of silly. Cause I'm like, I, I feel like you guys are like, this is so easy. You just, we just did something fun. And to me, I'm like, this was really hard. Like, it's like, this has been a really big deal for me, like learning how to like, just have fun. And I realized that, um, I don't know, this is kind of a web of thoughts that I'm kind of outward processing right now. But I think, 
to have fun, well, first of all, you have to be comfortable. And I think you have to, like, you have to be vulnerable. You have to, like, be vulnerable to have fun, right? And I think what I've been doing is I've been using productivity as kind of a shield. Mm -hmm. I haven't been letting myself, like, relax and be vulnerable and just, like, relax and have fun. And anyways, so... No, but I, like, I want to go back to that because I feel like, well, finish your thought and then I'll go. Oh, no, that, I was going to move on, so go ahead. Oh, just, because as you're like, I feel silly, you guys, this and this, but, um, I feel like for the past, I would say seven years, I sort of figured out what I like to do. And I'm like, I don't love going on all these trips that people, when they're single, you feel like you have to travel all the time. I actually don't love that. I don't love um, doing all these things. So, so I think I already don't go and do things. Like how you said um, movie and shopping and stuff. I know I never want to go shopping with anyone. Like, And I mean, there's those exceptions that I will. Like I'm not like super rigid or whatever, but I'm yeah. not that person that wants to go shopping or wants to go to a movie or whatever. So I think I just have been used to saying no a lot more or... Like the other night, my friends went to a restaurant that I like, I just don't enjoy the food and it was after I ate. And so I just went with them and didn't eat. So I think that that's more um, like I do get where you've been because I've, I've been there before, too. But I'm like, I don't enjoy doing stuff with heights. I don't enjoy And I'm like, I've pushed myself out of my comfort zone enough with it. I don't need to anymore. And so I think I've just sort of figured out these different areas that I'm like, I um yeah, I'm good. That doesn't bring me joy. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And I do feel like, yeah, maybe I'm still kind of in that process. Um, I think everyone goes through that process at some times, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I have got there with a few things like with, um, like river rafting. Like, (laughs) I tried it once, it was terrible. And there still is a part of me that's like, I do want to like conquer the sphere and, and do it some more. Um, but but even like like when you guys went to the water park, like I really want to hang out with you guys, but I was like, water parks just are my thing, you know? Yeah. So so yeah, just kind of learning like what I enjoy doing, what I don't enjoy doing, and not trying to like fake it. Um, but anyways, so let me share my experience really quick. Um so what I did fun, I did a lot of fun things this week, but the thing I want to talk about for the challenge is I had a family reunion this weekend and me and all my siblings and their spouses and some of them, their boyfriends and, um, and then a cousin, we played monkey see monkey do. And it's this game that we used to play in the trampoline as kids where one person does a trick and then the next person does your trick. Then they do a trick. And the next person does that trick that trick then they add a trick and like every time you like you were keep repeating the process and then you like add a trick every time and we played it in the backyard of this cabin and it was like the most ridiculous fun thing ever like we were doing like none of us are like acrobats or like like hardly any of us are athletic either so we're just doing these stupid things like like cartwheels and backwards somersaults and handstands and like weird dances and and this game like went on forever and I just felt like a little kid again and everyone was like laughing and we're rolling up. like we were just being like so dumb and and just like 
anyway, it's just laughing super hard. And I was like, this is so, it just felt fun to just be goofy and silly and just like be like a kid, you know? And um, as cheesy as this is, like we were all like talking about that game, like at dinner and we were like, you know, like we all just felt like kids. It was just so fun to like let loose and be like kids again, you know? And anyways, it was just awesome. And, and like, you could say that that's like, a waste of time like that's dumb like oh, we're just we're doing stupid tricks in the backyard but it just like it just was so fun you know and anyways I just feel like grown-ups need to have fun and it's harder to have fun as a grown-up because there's more things to think about and you have responsibilities and but I just think it's really important to schedule time to have fun and to just relax and I think it's really important not only is it okay but it's really important for adults to be goofy and act like kids every once in a while. So anyways. And, and I think yeah. with that too, like the power of spontaneous play, right? Because I, some of my favorite memories are like just making up a stupid game with people. And like, I, I remember being at the lake with some friends a couple years ago and we were trying to stay on this, like, it was a big, long, like floaty thing. And then we were seeing who could like do the best model walk and like we were counting how long and we did that for hours because it was just a lot of fun and we entertained ourselves. And I think that those are like the creative, they don't happen a lot as adults. They like, but when they do, you're like, that was so much fun. Like, because it's that spontaneous play. Exactly. Yeah. What were you going to say, Trace? I, I was agreeing with that. Like what came to my mind when you were sharing what you were talking about was I'm like, she's talking about play. She's talking about when we're playing and we're getting into that, that kind of mindset. And actually one of the ways that I learned I connected best with my students was through play. So if I could play mm -hmm. with my students, that's when I knew I was like finally making connections. So I, I think I made that a big goal is to early on make sure that we're playing in the classroom, make sure that we're playing. You know, there was a girl who I literally played basketball with on the last day of school. I still remember this story and just like was throwing her the basketball and she was shooting and I kept on throwing it to her and playing rebounds and all this stuff. And I remember one of the teachers being like, you know, that's one of the only times in the entire school year I've seen her smile. Aww. And I was thinking to myself, like, it's because you need to play more because these kids need to play more and um i really believe in play so that's that's really i think it's really key to connecting with people is to play i think every single teacher no matter what age group they teach college high school gospel doctrine needs to hear that i think all because like jacob and i are in primary and it's so fun to play with the kids. Like during primary, we're, we're playing all these dumb games and we, I, they're not dumb games, sorry. We play all these so you know, awesome like, Yeah, games. I know what you mean. Yeah, and um, before we start our lesson, when we get a class, we always start with a game and we get everyone smiling and laughing and like, that's so important. And then we had one week where none of our kids showed up. We have a super small, we have like three kids and none of them showed up. And so we went to a uh, class and we were so bored <laughs> and I'm like how about we like can we do a shake it out song really quick and then continue the lesson you know <laughs> I feel like adults need that adult I mean everybody needs that 
kids obviously really need it. I feel like adults really, really need it, and we forget that. So, anyways. Um, it's a good challenge. It was a good challenge, and I'm glad it was yours, uh, because clearly that's something that, like, you've thought about and you're trying to work on. And so that's a part of the reason why we do these things is for, like, our own personal growth is part of that. For sure, for sure. And then I've mentioned this a few times, but an another thing that I've been doing for fun, that's just for fun, is playing video games. That literally has been the best thing ever, you guys. And I feel like I've like tapped into a piece of my soul that has been um, just waiting for me. So anyways, um, yeah, okay, that was really fun. It was a fun week. So let's jump into goals. How did you guys do on your goals this week? Do you want to start, Steph? Yeah, so I am going to start. Um, so last year, we, after Tracy came on the podcast, we started doing our app. And so we would give our percentage. And Josh last year, like, he, like, killed it. Every week he adds something else, and his percentage just got higher and higher. So um, I started using my app again because that's really where I see the most success. And I'm tracking, okay, this sounds like a lot, but there's 14 things I'm tracking a day, but um, like six of them are things that I'm not doing. So it's like no effort. And then the rest of them are just, I mean, it's stuff that as I really like have thought about my morning routine, it's like all the stuff that I learned from all the seasons of people coming on and talking. And so I'm like tracking and Melody and I talked about this on our run the other day that I'm a tracker and that's okay. And I think I thought like, oh, I don't need to track things. But then I stopped doing it for a couple months. And so like, this is my morning routine. And then every week I'm just gonna say my percentage. So gratitude prayer, make my bed, one page of the Book of Mormon, doing my mirror talk um, and affirmations, cleaning for 10 minutes, um, having my points in the positive um, with my Weight Watchers. Um, fruit, and then I'm tracking my fruits, my veggies. Um, this is so embarrassing, but I put brush my teeth before bed because sometimes I don't want to brush my teeth if I'm already laying in bed. So I just need that extra, like they're just dumb things, you know? And then I'm um, not drinking, I'm only eating after 7.45 and no food past the kitchen, like just like little tiny things, right? So um, this last week I got 99% on my stuff. Wow. Um, on the, wow. those days. So I'm gonna just keep on tracking, but it's like all of those things to do all together. I mean, the base thing is that 10 minutes of cleaning. But add that with everything else, it's really five minutes, uh, 15 minutes a day. And I'm like, I can do that. And so that's felt really good. I feel like I got my goal for running last week. Um, I just feel like I've learned that I need to have tracking on my phone. I need to know like exactly what I'm doing when. So I spent a long time going through and just sort of figuring out, okay, if I want all this stuff done by my next birthday, what do I have to do every day or week or whatever? So it's amazing. Awesome. I love my favorite part is that you are just sticking to what works for you. Tracking works for you and it makes you excited. And I just think that's great. And it's, I think your app is awesome. And I, 
Um, I loved yesterday when you're showing me your app and you're nerding out about it and you're like, look, it can do this and it can do this yeah. and you can go here. And I was like, oh, I love you, Steph. <laughs> so I think that's great. Well, and I feel like it's, you know, I'm tracking my dailies like you normally would, but then I have stuff that it's like I'm trying to do monthly or just throughout the year or whatever. And I think that that's good. Some goals need more flexibility, right? And so I think that that's what I'm like learning um, is how to do all this. But I don't know. I've just had a lot of gratitude for this time spent in this podcast because I do feel like I've gained a lot of knowledge um, and sort of experimented with things. And now, like, I've known what's worked for me, but I've been a little lazy the past couple months. And now I'm ready to, like, bust it all out. And you are. You're on fire. Also, just with you talking about this podcast, I was thinking about this. And I think doing anything once a week for an entire year is a huge accomplishment. So I feel proud of us for making this goal and sticking to it so far. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a commitment. Yeah, it is. So, Tracy, how did your goals go this week? So my goal was to continue to do the Dr. Benjamin Hardy future self. I just told myself I was going to keep on working on that. And I have worked on it more. I wrote down some future self stuff today. Um, I've had some interesting insights on the future self. And one of the things that Benjamin Hardy talks about is that it's hard to create or imagine a future if you don't have like things resolved from the past. Hmm. Like it's really hard to look at a future or have a future self if there's like significant trauma. And I don't have significant trauma in my mind, but I think that there's like something there um, because, or I don't know, I've just been kind of thinking about that and just sort of being like, huh, maybe there's some stuff, maybe I should go see like an ART, an accelerated resolution therapist, just to kind of see if I can do some clearings from some things or ask the spirit to help bring things to my memory so that I can like get rid of some stuff that's maybe preventing me from being able to see a future because I have a really hard time seeing future self Tracy, though I can imagine horrible scenes. I struggle with like positive. And so it's, it's just interesting. <laughs> that's just interesting. Um, and I think that's insightful. But and one of the things one of my friends had sent me a voice message and she had talked about how the thing that she talked about was that, you know, our perception, so this is basically how we change, she said, attached to the meaning, um, okay, so, like, whatever's happened in our lives, it's like, why is why am I having such a hard time getting over this thing? And it's because we're attached to the meaning we've given it. So we're actually attached to the meaning. And if we can change the meaning, we can, we can potentially change the attachment to that thing. And... So changing the meaning can change the outcome. And I, I think I've definitely experienced that in my life with specific things that did happen in my earlier life. But like, um, yeah, this has been like such an interesting process to kind of undergo this. And 
it kind of makes me mad at Benjamin Hardy sometimes. Like, I'm actually mad at him. I'm like, why do you think that we're going to have this figured out in one day? You're going to do it again the next day? There's 30 days challenge. These are really big things. Like, how do you expect people to just, like, keep on doing this? And that, like, for some reason, I feel resentful towards him right now, which is hilarious. <laughs> but he talks about how vision, agency, and strategy, oh, when they overlap, that's where hope lives. And so I think that's, you know, when you have vision, you have your agency and you have a strategy, which is, I think, like Steph's power, then you have hope. And if you feel like you're missing agency, then you just have vision and strategy. Like those things can definitely help you move forward. But your agency, the fact that you can act on it, on things, you can change things yourself that you believe you can change, that you believe things can improve. That's critical to feeling good. Wait, that was vision, agency, and power? Strategy. Oh, strategy. And in the middle of that lives hope. So it's like, you know, like the three rings that overlap each other. In the middle of those is hope. So vision, agency, and strategy. And I actually think that that is super powerful. So I've been, I've been learning and I have been enjoying that process of seeing. Because one of the things actually today is I had some, I had some downtime today that where I felt like low. And I remember thinking, I don't need to define my day by this one emotion or how I'm feeling right now. I think too often we think, oh, I didn't do my morning routine right, or I didn't do this right. So I guess I can't have a good day. It's like, that's BS. Like that's complete baloney, right? Like, no, you can turn your life around at any moment, at any second, you can turn things around. And I actually hear a lot of self-help people who are like, your day is made or break, you make or break your day by 8 a.m. And I'm like, BS, I'm calling BS on that. At any moment in your day, you can turn your day around. And so that's again, how Tracy's feeling today is like, don't let just cause you had a negative experience, like or a negative moment or like a bad thought or whatever, like that doesn't have to define your day. Your day can change at any moment, depending on how you want to change that day. So that's how, uh, so that's the answer to, the long answer to my answering about the future self thing. I'm still working on that. And then I looked into some therapists that are um, accelerated resolution therapists and I'm just thinking about that. I don't know if I'll do it, but I'm thinking about it. And then, um, what else? And then in regards to what I'm going to focus on this next week, I don't know. I think what I'm going to focus on is, is this job prop, this work I'm doing for getting a job. I actually put in an application and got some communication back on a job today. The thing is, is that I'm not sure that it's worth the money I will be getting for it. And it's so hard for me to decide if I should do it just for the experience and the learning I'll have and that I'll get to be. So it's actually for Cactus and Tropicals. I told you guys about this, how I felt like I should go apply. And so I did. And they have a, um, a horticulturist per position available, which means I would go around to different locations and I would take care of the plants. And there's this part of me that's like, oh, that would be so great just because I love plants so much. But at the same time, 
I don't know if it's worth the amount of money they pay you, which is basically so, but I would learn new skills and I think I would enjoy it because I'd be moving stuff and doing things, but it's just, <coughs> is that really my goal? Like, is that where I want it? I don't know. So, yeah, that is really hard for me right now is the eight, like the future self. I'm like, what am I trying to create? What kind of profession am I trying to create still? Like, I still feel so confused about that. And I'm 36, almost 37. I feel impatient. Oh. <laughs> this is so fun I I mean I guess sorry maybe that was really insensitive <laughs> but I guess it just is really I know the process of like figuring it out um I guess I can say this right now because I feel like I finally am at a point where I'm like I feel like I have more clarity on things but I also have just been I mean, honestly, for like the past like five years have been in the, you know, the situation of like, I don't know what I'm doing or where I'm going or I have no idea. And as hard as it has been and still is, because I feel like that's just a lifelong thing, right? You never completely know what you're doing or what's happening or anything, but um, like as hard as it's been, it just, it's like kind of fun to kind of explore new things and figure yourself out. And I really enjoy watching both of you guys figure it out and I love hearing about it and I don't know maybe I know that's hard I guess I'm just like watching and I'm like oh this is so fun I wonder what she's gonna do you know <laughs> I just I just enjoy watching it um not I don't enjoy watching the parts <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> I totally understand yeah <laughs> so I just anyways I'm just excited for you because when you do gain clarity and whatever you end up doing, it's going to be awesome. And I'm excited for that. So it's like, I'm watching a movie and it's like, I feel like things always get the hardest right before something amazing happens. Right. And so I'm just like, something amazing is about to happen and I can't wait to see it. So, so anyway. like is coaching completely off the table? Um, I have like literally almost no drive for coaching at this point. Like, I'm just like, yeah, that was, I don't know what that was about. Like, <laughs> I think I, I will probably do a six week program this August. I, or I think I'm probably going to do it like beginning September. I, I need to actually see if I can get any interest in it, but I do want to do a six week program with the, either with creation coach or with this divine feminine program that I want to create. And so, um, I think I would do a group program from that and see how that goes. Cause I've noticed that I like group, I like the group feeling. And so I, I probably need to cultivate that as a coach for that part. But my desire and drive to be a coach right now is like dead. Yeah. I mean, it's hard if it's dead. I'm like, you're such a great coach. So selfishly, I'm like, keep doing it. But I also get it. If you don't have the drive, it's hard. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just like, yeah, I don't know. There's stuff to work out through there, work some stuff out there. But I think it's, yeah, learning is a process. It's a journey. And I think I easily bore of things. I get bored easily. And so I need to just, like, accept that that's sort of normal. <laughs> that's normal. And that it's okay to be bored and that, like, things ebb and flow, right? And so that's that's normal, too. But, um 
yeah. Probably today's not a good time to talk about that, but maybe one day in the future I'll be able to talk about it and have a different perspective on it. Yeah, for sure. Sure. And sorry, Steph, you never said what um, your goals are for next week. Oh, so um, I want to stay above 90% for my dailies. And then um, I have a goal to go to the library, which sounds cheesy, but I just haven't been forever. So that is my other big goal. And I just feel like like as I'm looking at my calendar, I'm like, it's like my weekend's packed. I'm like, I'm not gonna add more than that, but sometime by next Tuesday to go to the library. Awesome. I don't think that sounds cheesy. I think that sounds awesome. Um, so my goal for this week was to have fun, which I did. And I've noticed this. Um, I've, I mean, always known this about myself, but I've, I've been practicing this more, but I feel like um, I've been focusing less on the things that I need to do and focusing more on just having fun. And I've noticed that naturally I, naturally I tend to want to do the responsible right thing. I want to get a bed on time and I want to eat the right food. And I want to, you know, so I feel like I naturally am doing those things. So when I'm already doing those things, I put all this focus on those things. And I feel like that's all I do. Then I forget to relax and have fun, like what we were talking about. So I feel like I've been, because I've been putting more focus on relaxing and having fun, I feel like I'm finding this balance because I'm just naturally like doing what I'm supposed to do. And then, and, and then having fun. So just kind of changing my focus. Um, and I did have a lot of fun this week. Like I said, I really had fun with my family at the cabin and um i had a friend from texas fly out and she um we met in third grade and we're still best friends and i have we there's there's three of us um another one it's sophie and sarah and sarah i met her in seventh grade and so we all stayed really close and and sophie flew out and we all um hung out and ate lots of junk food and watched movies and like had like deep intense therapy sessions with each other because that's what we do for fun and it just was so fun so um yeah it just has been fun to have fun and my goal for this week I don't have one goal I guess the goal for this week is we're getting ready for a big trip so my like focus right now is just getting ready for this trip and kind of the I, I just want to just like quick rundown of kind of what my focuses are right now is I am focusing on, I'm trying not to eat past eight o'clock. That's kind of my solid goal. I'm trying not to eat past eight. I also am focusing on eating enough food. So just making sure that I'm eating throughout the day. I often forget. And I've realized that a lot of my like feeling down and feeling tired is because I'm not eating enough. So I'm working on getting enough food. Um, and yeah, I guess, I guess that's my goal. I guess that's kind of what I'm focusing on. So I'm not really worried about what I'm eating. I'm just making sure that I'm eating enough um, and that I'm eating after my workouts. And yeah, that's, that's kind of been a big thing for me. So oh, I had something I wanted to say, but I forgot. Anyways, so yes, I guess those are my goals. Get ready for the trip and eat enough.
And yeah, I think that's it. So um, before we wrap up here, is there anything else you guys wanted to throw out or say? Um, I just heard something this week that I thought was cool. I need to look and see what how it says exactly. But it says um, that the the world looks at results where the Lord looks at effort. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, but someone said that. And I do feel like it's true where I just feel like um, like God's unconditional, you know, love where um, sometimes in the world it's like, well, you didn't like kill yourself to get that. You are in a success or whatever. So I've been really thinking about that a lot about um, just how like the Lord really does care about our effort. Totally. He does. He loves our effort. And he, he I, like totally, I think he definitely counts our effort. He also counts, I mean, the Lord thinks, looks, he counts the intention and intentions of our heart, not just our results. So that's significant and scripturally based. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. It makes me think of like a race. Maybe you don't get first place in a race, but you trained your butt off and you got a PR and it was awesome. And, you know, maybe the world's not going to recognize you because you're not on the podium, but God knows how much work. Yeah, right? exactly. That's okay. awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Okay, well, thank you guys for participating in the fun challenge. And thanks for being awesome humans and awesome friends. Thank you, listener. I was going to say listeners, but thought that's probably not accurate. Thank you, listener, for listening. Just kidding. <laughs> and um, remember to focus on the fire. Bye. Bye.